0: Good Tuesday evening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is Drew Fluffy Coats and
1: Philip Fizzy Barton.
0: Welcome to Fluffy and Fizzy Sports Line. How are you doing today, uh, Philip Barton? Doing
1: good, man. Last day of work. Getting an early start on the uh, yeah. the holiday season.
0: It is the night before the night before the night yeah, of Thanksgiving. Recording <laughs> recording a little early this week
1: just because of the holidays and everything. Got a lot of action uh, going on on Thursdays, you know.
0: You know, gotta get gotta get these uh, podcasts so you guys have something to listen to before you go visit family and what. Yeah, or have you know. something
1: to listen to while while you're visiting family.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, kind of get get the distractions going. So, <laughs> well, if you're new to the program, uh, me and Barton, we talk about three things here. We talk about beer, cigars, some good well, old right. college football. Yeah, so. Um, we're gonna start things off with the beer. I'm drinking something that's still been in my fridge probably for a while. It's not the G.I. Oh, okay. Well, You got a lot of beer in your uh, fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking that uh blonde bomber from uh, Props Brewing Company ahead, probably a second episode okay. or so. Still still keeping pretty nice and ta- uh, nice and tasty. You know. Keep it like Oh, yeah, keep yeah. It well light. it's a week
1: night and all.
0: Well yeah, some of us still have to go to work too long. <laughs>
1: um yeah, I'm uh, trying a uh, Island Coastal Lager. It's the first time I've ever tried this beer. It's um it's another beer from Charleston. Imagine that. But um, yeah. But oh
0: yeah, you and your Charleston yeah, beer. I didn't man, even I mean to get this
1: one. Uh, but uh, yeah. It's it, I don't know. It, it's hard. To, it's kind of it's it's a very malty sweet beer. It's got a um, it's got a little bite there at the end. I can't quite put my hand on a uh, finger on. I don't know if it's um maybe some. It's uh, kind of a citrusy. They're bite at the end, but I don't know. All in all good beer. Definitely gonna uh definitely gonna pick up another six pack.
0: Yeah. That sounds pretty pretty damn good. Maybe you need to save one for whenever oh, I come back up. Absolutely, line. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got the beer. What kind of cigar are you gonna match um, that with?
1: Uh, this is the first time ever. I'm actually smoking one as we record. I decided to enjoy the nice, uh mild evening that we're having here in South Carolina. I'm sitting out on on my nice balcony. uh. I got an Alec Bradley Medalist uh, Rob- uh, Robusto. It's a uh, 5 by 52. Little Honduran mm-hmm. wrapper, Honduran binder, Honduran Nicaraguan filler. Um, so far, I'm about a half an inch in. Uh, very mellow, uh, very like a cocoa tasty, uh, toasty kind of flavor. But uh, so far, absolutely delicious cigar. Um, it's burning a little uneven, but I'll just attribute that to me being outside. But um but, yeah. yeah
0: all in all I mean ten out of ten <laughs> <laughs> well that's good um so we got the beer we got the cigars let's get okay. nitty gritty here we got ro- it is rivalry weekend robbery oh. robbery <laughs> rivalry there's two there's always two big week- uh weekends in college football uh, as as far as the regular season goes you got. You got the beginning of the season where all you have like all of a sudden you have all these last couple of years you've had all these big matchups mm-hmm. coming out, and then you and then you have rivalry weekend, which is always like that last weekend before you know the conference championships start playing, kicking off and what, stuff what, like that. You mean so. cupcake
1: weekend? Last week wasn't a huge weekend.
0: <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> it it was certainly not. So um, we had we also had some headlines this week. Um, I'm gonna start things off with the Ed Oliver uh story Yeah. Last okay. Week, so yeah. All right. So um uh, if you folks aren't uh aren't accustomed uh aren't aware of this, uh Ed Oliver is projected to be he was projected to be a top mm-hmm. five pick. Um still kinda is, I guess, by some experts. And you know, apparently he's got like a sore knee or whatnot. Coach says he's basically waiting for him to play when he when he thinks he's ready yeah. to play. You know, he's still on the sideline. You know, he's wearing one of those big jackets that are meant for players that, you know, with yeah, pads yeah, and everything. Yeah. And the coach rips it off. Now, I, I feel like the coach probably shouldn't have ripped it off of him. But I get where he's coming from. Like, he, and uh, Ed Oliver was jumping. I was watching that game. Ed Oliver was jumping on the sidelines whenever there was a scoring player or something big. I'm like, this guy obviously didn't look terribly hurt. And I understand you're trying to protect your best interest at heart with, you know, the NFL and everything. But if you feel like he can jump and stuff like that on the sideline, I feel like he should be able
1: to. Yeah. Um, the way, I, the way I look at it is that um, there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that he may be just hurt, but I, he's clearly shut it down uh, waiting on the draft. And just in my opinion, I think oh, yeah. that that's um, he's just looking forward to the draft uh, with the coat thing. um uh, I don't know maybe that was something that went on behind the scenes before that because mm-hmm. it was, and I get them Texas boys aren't used to the cold, but it was like sixty degrees at that game. I'm not sure why why is it, why yeah. needed, you know why any of them really needed giant coat, but yeah, I agree um I kinda agree with the coat, maybe I don't necessarily agree with doing it on the sideline that's something you probably need to keep in house, but uh yeah, if you're not playing you don't need you don't need the coat, you know put your put your hoodie on yeah, you know, put your uh put your sweats on or something, you know, um, because it's clear. I mean, it's clear if you're out, like you said, if you're out there jumping around, I mean, maybe you can't play, but you're not, you're not injured. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I I think, I think that he's, I think that that's, uh, that's definitely a a split faction there. And, um, he's probably just shut it down for the draft to be honest.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't like that. Um, and every every all the everybody on ESPN and all these other sports networks and stuff like that are kind of bashing the coach. Oh, he shouldn't be like that. I'm like, why the heck not? I was literally watching a documentary on on the Michigan Ohio State rivalry, and they were talking about Woody Hayes. Woody Hayes would have would have went eight eight crazy on this boy well, for doing this, and <laughs> and these coaches now are basically handcuffed and can They have to keep, treat these players with kid gloves. It seems like like what 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 happened though? You know being able to yell at your players with doing something just as little as throwing a jacket. Yeah.
1: And also, well, also my thing is, is his program. He can run his program the way yeah. he wants. Ed Oliver's not going to be there next year. So if, yeah. if, if you're not going to, you know, if you're not going to run, if you're not going to work within the standards I've set for my program, even if it's something as simple as if you're not in pads, you're not wearing a jacket, you know, we don't need you. So, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I have no problem with what Apple white did. Um, you know, it, I, I think Ed Oliver shut it down. I think it's clear. I think that they know it, and it's just it's just – they're just waiting. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, just waiting on a – waiting on
0: – He's waiting on exactly the paycheck. Right. There, there, He's there. waiting on the paycheck. That's exactly right. Well, and the thing that bugs me is that Ed Oliver, yeah, he has the physical, you know, mechanics. That's there. But outside of his freshman season where he really did dominate – and, you know, because he was like highly recruited and everything, number one recruit. And last year he had an okay season. This year, I mean, yeah, it's been plagued by injuries and stuff like that. But, I mean, is to me, is he that top, top 10 pick talent? No. I, no, I don't but, see it. But I, agree. But I, I don't see but it. But an
1: alarming trend that uh, that you're seeing, though, is even if they're top, they don't have to be even top 10. It's first round, second round. Yeah, yeah they, they're shut getting where they shut it down. They shut it down. They, if the team's not in contention for conference championships, you're starting to see them at the end of the year shut down. Uh, bowl games, obviously, that's, that's that's started a trend here lately of the past few years. It used
0: to mean something like that. It used to mean something to go to well, bowl games and stuff like that, just to play for pride. Now you just don't see
1: that. Yeah, anymore, I get the players should have pride, but also you have to look at – which I guess this is another conversation.
0: It's realistic. It's realistic for them for a financial standpoint. But yeah, it's also – it. this is another
1: conversation for another time. But uh, in the 80s and 90s, you played an 11-game season. There probably weren't 20, 25 bowl games. So you had to have a decent mm-hmm. season to go to a bowl game. Now you've got five-win teams going to bowl games because they don't have enough teams to fill 40-something slots. So, I mean, yeah. I, if, I could see now. If you're not playing in a major bowl game and you're a top-round pick, I could see setting out. But at least wait to the bowl game. Don't quit on your team. I mean, he's clearly quit on his team, and, mm. and, and the season's still going on.
0: Yeah. They still got they still gotta play a uh, U C F in that conference championship game here Yeah, yeah gonna and up.
1: they're gonna need him in that game. <laughs> so
0: Oh yeah. Yeah they will. So outside of that that news, our favorite grass eating coach is finally laying the coaching spot. Les Miles, the Kansas of all teams. Kansas Oh Park? my goodness.
1: Um I I I I called this not uh but a few weeks ago. You, I said that uh, yes, I said that uh, yes, Les did. Miles may be headed to Kansas. Um, his uh, introductory press conference was interesting. It, it seems like he uh, kind of talked like I do from time to time, and just had a brain fart. Uh, but uh, <laughs> actually, I think I don't think he. I don't know if he's going to win many games at Kansas because it is Kansas, and I'm not sure how his style yeah. fits. But he's going to flip that roster with talent.
0: Um, he he may oh, not. Yeah. Just just his name alone will bring. Exactly, that was the point I
1: was getting to. He he may not get the four and five star guys that he got at um, LSU, but just like you said, just his name alone is gonna he's gonna bring talent to Kansas. And if nothing else, after four or five years, he's ready to retire or whatever. The next coach he's gonna make Kansas a more um, desirable job.
0: Oh yeah, I I believe that too. In Kansas. You know there is good talent to come out of Kansas. They're, they play good football in that high school in that high school uh, atmosphere there, and and they're right on the border of Texas. They can land, they can steal recruits from Oklahoma and Texas and all these other programs in the big in the Big Twelve do I think he can turn around like that? No, it's probably going to take a couple years. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that he's not going to just be one year. No, they're pretty bad this year. So, I mean,
1: yeah. And they've been bad. They've been bad for a long time, but it's been, it's been shown that it can be done at Kansas. I mean, it was just, Mm -hmm. well now it's, you know, been like 10 years ago, but I mean, they were just playing in the orange bowl or one of the BCS bowls. So it's, it's been shown that they can do it or it can be done. So I, 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 I think it's a good hire, not necessarily from the fact that he's going to come in and in three or four years have them as a championship contender, but just no, just but... just in the fact that he's going to flip, he's going to bring talent just because of his name, and he's definitely going to make it a more desirable job.
0: Yeah, and you know maybe they'll focus on something other than basketball out there. Not a th- <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. You're right. What was I thinking? <laughs> so uh, we also had Colorado just uh, you know. They're firing their coach. He's still coaching right now, if I'm not understanding. He's just going to be let go at the end of the season. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not exactly happy with this because this coach has basically brought that program from death. Because when they, when they first got to the Pac 12, uh, like, they were our doormat. And then it was just back in 2016 where in the, they were in the conference championship game. And there's still a respectable program in that conference, and they just fire them. I, And I don't agree. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened this year with them.
1: Um, it was just a few weeks ago. It might be our first podcast that you know uh, Colorado was sitting at 5-1, and one, and we were talking about they could possibly be a dark, dark horse to win the Pac-12 and all this. Mm-hmm. And the the wheels have just come off somewhere.
0: So Well, I think, I think the injuries played a lot. They had a lot of injuries. Yeah, I, I know
1: their starting quarterback who was playing lights out first part of the season I know he um he was injured but yeah yeah I I'm not sure I agree with that (laughs) and at the same time you have to realize you know a lot of these middle of the road programs you have to realize who you are like as you get rid of him who are you gonna get who's really knocking down the door to go coach at Colorado not me I would yeah so uh, I, I I definitely don't agree with them with them getting rid of him uh this year um he definitely even if they don't finish with a winning record he deserved at least another year to recover from like you said injuries and things of that nature
0: yeah they, and the thing is like i was saying is like he built that program you know they were at least they, like i said they were in the the pac 10 champion or pack 12 championship a couple years ago like and then just i mean they're still probably going to a bowl game this year and you just fire them i i, I don't yeah. agree with it at all. Yeah. they're playing colorado state this weekend that's you know they're going to win that and be at least be bowl eligible. Yeah,
1: and I, I I think they finished six and six, but they're they're going to get to a bowl game yeah. and I, I yeah with the injuries and with the things they've been played with, you can't just get rid of him after one mediocre year. Yeah, you know. So I,
0: I I don't know where this program thinks that they're all high and mighty like you know they're oh we're Colorado we should be up there contending with the org like the USC's and you know. Washingtons of the world, no. You guys are Colorado. You guys are like a little, little engine that could. You guys could get there. You guys should be embracing the fact that you guys are going to end up six and six this year.
1: Yeah, and maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe if this was the '90s and Cordell Stewart was walking through that door, maybe. But exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's not. You got to. You are what you I are. See, I don't see Slash coming in anytime soon. No, not at all. <laughs> not so. We got a good slate of games for the weekend. Uh, we're going to go through the top ten games, and this is just off of the AP poll because uh, you know tonight they're pr- producing the college football playoff polls, but they're probably going to be about the same. Yeah,
1: so, uh, yeah, that's that's what I said. I said you know when we, when we decided to record early, I said um we'll just go off AP because it's I I don't see it being much different because it's actually no, not, at least with that it's not a lot at least different with the top the, six teams. Oh yeah, the top six teams will stay the same. I don't and the top ten is probably not gonna be much different than uh mm-hmm. what the C F P was last week. So
0: Yeah. So we're gonna start things off. Uh we got two teams in the A P pool locked at number eight. Yeah. We're gonna start Do, with L S U Yeah, I was about to say you just want to start at number nine. <laughs> yeah. LSU is basically number nine. I don't know why you didn't try to put them at number eight tied with UCF at this point. Yeah. But they're they're going to they're going to college station there at uh Texas A and M. So uh I feel like Jimbo could pull the upset, you know, considering the fact that it is at home. Well, it all depends on how LSU's quarterback, you know, plays. You know,
1: I I actually had to ask a couple uh, a couple buddies of mine who are in the gambling ring um, mm-hmm. about this line because, like I said, you know, I love my lines. You love the line. A and M is a two and a half point favorite in this game, hmm. and I was like, that is that is extremely interesting. Um, I'm still going to go with LSU, uh, just because
0: uh, that defense is still really good. The defense is
1: still good. Uh, A&M has kind of, they, A&M had a good start to the season, but they've kind of, they've, they've collapsed. Yeah. They've collapsed. Well, I wouldn't say collapsed, but yeah, they definitely uh, tapered off as the season's gone on. Um, I'm going to go with LSU to win roughly like a three point game or something. I think it's going to be really close, but I'm going to go with LSU to win.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you at that. So and then we got u c f they're going to they're playing south florida you know playing uh i don't know man i i think u c f should get a little bit more credit you know they they play if you watched the game last week, they dominated Cincinnati last week it wasn't even it wasn't even fun the one touchdown they had at the start of the game was basically you know the left tackle missed the block and you know strip sack touchdown, and then after that they just gangbusters for UC, uh, UCF. Yeah.
1: Um, at the beginning of the year, I thought this might be like a hell of a matchup at the end of the year. I thought we may be talking about two 11-0 teams. But uh, South Florida, they they just don't have it. UCF's just too good. At the end of the day, UCF yeah. wins this game by two touchdowns.
0: Now, with this – now, they'll play uh, – we brought this up. They'll play Houston in their, in their uh, championship game. Yeah. Can't – they're going to need a miracle to even be in the conversation for the playoff, and I know they're probably they're never going to get in the playoff. We, we, you and I both know that. I still think they deserve a shot if they, you know, win this week and win next week. Uh, they've been undefeated for two seasons straight at this point.
1: Um, yeah. Where,
0: where do you where do you draw the line at this point? I, I'm still
1: not a full believer of Central Florida just because of the schedule. And yeah, that's I'm, that's just I, what's killing you. They passed the eye test. Don't get me wrong. When you watch them play, now they've had some games where, you know, they haven't looked as strong as other games. But I mean, every team's done that.
0: Uh, but then you have a team like Ohio State, who you know, who's been like supposed to be this powerhouse and barely beats Maryland last week, and probably should have lost to Maryland. Yeah, but
1: Ohio State's uh, a a ten and one, you know, uh, power five team, and yeah. so uh, I. I'm still not completely sold. I think that maybe at the end of the day, I think that uh, UCF, because of the way I think things are going to shake out, I think UCF gets to maybe number six. And I think that's kind of where they finish. I think they get to another New Year's Six Bowl. And, I mean, they
0: get a chance to make another statement. Yeah. And you know what? If they make another statement, this is, you know, obviously jumping the gun. You know, we're thinking way too far in the future. If they end up, I mean, because uh, Milton McKenzie is coming back next year for his season, yeah, for his senior year, I'm, I'm definitely guaranteeing that, yeah, absolutely. And so they would be. I would almost pick them to be, you know, undefeated again next year. Now, if they go, if, again, jumping the gun here, if they were to go undefeated next year as well, what, what would you? I would. They would have to be in the playoff at that point.
1: Yeah, at three years undefeated,
0: at some point you,
1: you got to say, okay, enough's enough. Put them in. Um,
0: but not this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say this year, though. Um, we'll see how it plays out. But, yeah, as of this year, I wouldn't say this year.
0: I mean, there's always – I think there's a chance. I, I really do think there's a chance for them to still get in this year. It's going to be – it's going to need some miracle work.
1: Yeah, yeah there's definitely outside chance, especially the way um, I have things
0: playing out. But we'll talk about that mm-hmm. later. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're moving on from that game. Uh, we got number seven, uh, Washington State going against, you know, in-state rival Washington. This is the Apple Bowl, isn't it? Or yeah, Apple yeah, Apple Cup. Apple Cup. All right. Uh, so, you know, you know, we've been – since our, we started our, this our podcast, we've been so good on the on the Cougs, our, man. Our, our
1: darling, Mike Leach's wazoo team.
0: Yeah, we are we, – we, we're not Cougar fans, but, man, we have been pushing for them all <laughs> since we started this thing. Um,
1: Again, but, yeah, here they are at that 7 mark. We'll see what the committee does with them tonight, but – here they are, still at that seven mark in the AP poll. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they win. It's going to be a good game. I mean, Washington's Washington's a top twenty team, so it could be a good. It, it could be a chance for them to make a nice little statement.
0: Yeah, and especially against a nice a big rival, you
1: know. Yeah. Guy. But uh, yeah, uh, Washington State wins. Mike Leach and company take care of business with old Minshew, and yeah, they they take care
0: of it. I ain't gonna say
1: they blow them out, but you know, definitely like ten seven point range.
0: Definitely enough to ruin Jake Browning's senior day. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yep, yep. Everybody, everybody's. You know, another team that I'm super like. I wish they would get more respect about. You know, and probably them more than you know. UCF. I yeah,
1: I, I can. I well, obviously, I'm on board with you. I I can get on. I can get on board with you more than
0: uh, Central Florida with Wazoo. Yeah. So, going on from that, uh, Oklahoma. They're going. To, they're going to West Virginia. You know, West Virginia. They played a tough game, and I called this game last week, where it could end up being an upset for for West Virginia. And I didn't make it my upset alert, but I said that they could be an alert watch. And you, Oklahoma pulled the upset. And but Oklahoma. I'm gonna get more into this game later. But Oklahoma, like I've been saying on the show, does not impress me at all in the slightest.
1: Uh, yes, this game. This game would have playoff implications had West Virginia not lost last week. Mm-hmm. but um, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go the same as me and you're on the same page here. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this one later. I got this one. To, yeah. I got some notes written down on this
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> now, if West Virginia were to win, this would basically just flip the game to next week, right? That's how the Big 12 works there, this, their playoff. The top two teams would play each other. Texas, so. If Texas beats Kansas, then it's going to be
1: West Virginia and uh, Texas. The winner of Oklahoma and West Virginia will play uh, Texas, Texas if they win. If not yeah. if Texas messes around and somehow loses to Kansas, then these guys will play again next well, uh I think these guys will play again next week if West yeah. Virginia wins.
0: I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. If maybe Les Miles, you know, Mystique will bring Kansas to victory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just him being on campus. <laughs> <laughs> so going from there, you know, we got you got the Georgia rivalry, number five Georgia. They're playing Georgia Tech. You gotta be, you gotta watch out for, you know, the Paul, uh, Paul Johnson triple option attack. You know, yeah, that, that has always been a trick. Georgia Tech has always been very tricky with Georgia.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, definitely, it's definitely a, uh, a uh, gimmick offense that they're going against with Georgia Tech. Um, I think at the end of the day, Georgia just has too many players. Again, I don't, I don't see them blowing them out just because Georgia Tech, if nothing else, is gonna hold on to the ball. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Georgia wins. I
0: think Georgia wins comfortably, though. I think they win probably about by fourteen, but like you said, like not not a blowout. I think Georgia, they, Georgia Tech will look like they can hang with them, but you know, I think like like you said, Georgia just has too much talent. They'll just start pulling away towards the end. Yeah. And then now we got the rivalry in college football. I think you know obviously me being a big 10 guy you know <laughs> even you have even you have to respect this rivalry i'm not even a big i'm not even a michigan or ohio state fan but i respect this rivalry and like i said i even watched a documentary on a dang thing this week like getting ready for this podcast and we got 4 number 4 michigan going to the horseshoe at number 10 ohio state and i've said this before we just seem to jinx ohio state and we did it again last week where they just played so poor they should have yeah. lost that game against Maryland. They really I, should. If I watched that game, it was such a great game to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we were texting each other during it, but it's. Um, I still can't get a beat on Ohio State. I don't think I predicted them to do anything. Anything that I've said that they're going to do, uh, they've done the opposite. Yeah, but I'm. I'm going to go ahead and maybe I give Michigan the jinx this week. I think Michigan wins. Um, mm-hmm. I agree with you. It is. It is obviously one of, if not the greatest. Uh, rivalry in college football but yeah i I think michigan i think michigan wins a very very close game
0: yeah and and, i'll get oh go
1: ahead The uh and there's some there's some rumors swirling that you know i've heard uh fox sports people and different people say that they have connections that are saying that this could possibly be urban myers last game
0: Yeah, I've I've been hearing that, you know, all the turmoil that they've had throughout the whole season has kind of been a distraction for that whole program, it seems like. And he just looked,
1: you know, he, and I get a lot of it, you want to win, you know, you're unraveled in a game, so a lot of that's emotion, but at some point in times he just didn't look healthy on the sidelines against that Maryland, in that Maryland game, but...
0: But I, why why is Maryland stressing you out? It's Maryland. Even I'm from Maryland, and Maryland shouldn't even stress me. Wouldn't even stress me out that much. Yeah, and Maryland shouldn't score fifty points on you. But no, not with the <laughs> talent on defense that they had. That defense should not be giving up fifty points. Now, no disrespect to Maryland, but they don't have the talent that that Ohio State does. I don't give a I don't give a crap who you are. They yeah. they roll in five star recruits out there just like Alabama does. It seems yeah. like every single year. Yeah, that that shouldn't even have
1: been an issue but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh Michigan to win to win a
0: close one um yeah I'll get more into this game a little bit later um <laughs> right. so uh we got number three Notre Dame they're going to you know the Coliseum and uh playing a uh, USC team you know you look at this rivalry you know that's a that's you know you got the bush push you got all these great moments in these in these USC Notre Dame games but this year it just there's doesn't seem like it's even going to be a contest this year uh
1: no, Notre Dame wins this game by two, three touchdowns, and USC Helton uh, is fired after this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, with the win this in this game, uh, Notre Dame would basically just already clinch uh, mm-hmm. trip to the playoffs. They would just yeah. they don't they don't they're an independent team. They don't have a conference game. Yeah, this is their only game they have left on the schedule until the playoffs.
1: Yeah, sitting at three. Yeah, you can't. I don't think no matter what happens above them or below them, they're sitting at three. They finish undefeated. You can't you can't move them out. So no, uh, yeah. Uh, Notre Dame wins this weekend easily and clinches their spot in the playoff.
0: Yep, I, I'm there with you. Um, and that's the team. Like I I thought they would be upset last week. And maybe it would have been different if uh, you know Dungeon didn't get hurt for Syracuse. Because once he got hurt last week, that that yeah. the, the the air got let out of the balloon for Syracuse. Like once they. That quarterback, he was like – when I checked the stat line, he was three of 12 with, like, two picks. I was like, yeah, you're not going to win a ball game if your quarterback is playing that poorly.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I also texted you when that happened. I said, Dungy just went down. If he's out, uh, no, uh, Syracuse is screwed. So,
0: Oh, yeah. And, and that, like I was telling you, like, an injury like that not only affects the offense, your defense knows that that basically just kills you. Because you know if you see your offense starting to score points, that's going to get you amped up on the sidelines and make a, to make a key stop in the game, and they just couldn't, and once that, once Dungey went out, like the the defense saw how bad the offense was playing like, well, we have no chance. yeah, yeah, so. but uh
1: yep, Notre Dame winning uh, USC will be looking for a new coach after this year. That's... I, I
0: I'm there with you on that one. They they just it, and, it, and they should be getting a high that they should be getting a high name coach too, like with that program.
1: They should. Um, Helen's just not working out for them. I mean, well, I, they might they might have one went with a guy that everyone liked or whatever, but that's he's not well, working in for them.
0: saying this. In saying this, it just literally just popped to my head. We talked about how this might be Urban Meyer's last last game at Ohio State. Does that mean that he can go to USC? I guess he could, but
1: I, I would think that he would pull if he if he if he just wants out of Ohio State. I, I'm thinking that he's going to pull something similar to what he did at Florida. He's going to take a year off. Yeah, so I think that they will probably they will probably hire somebody um, who I don't know, but they should be able to get just about anybody that they wanted. Um, it's USC. Yeah.
0: All right, and now moving on to that to the South Carolina War, Uh, (laughs) the Palmetto Bowl. The Palmetto Bowl, South Carolina. You know they got they have a tough road ahead going to you know play Clemson. How do you (laughs) you as a U.S. uh, University of South Carolina fan? How do you feel about this game?
1: I'm 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 going to talk about it later, Um, but yeah. Clemson, Clemson wins this game easily. Um, after I talk about it later, my South Carolina family is probably going to disown, disown you. <laughs> but, but you know what? They can be optimistic. I'll be realistic. Yeah, uh, that's, that's fair. You know, yeah, but... Clemson's a good team. They are clearly the second best team. I heard a stat about Clemson today. It said that they have not given, according to uh, Pro Football Focus, which does a lot of analytics and stuff, they have not given up what's deemed a meaningful touchdown since September.
0: Holy every crap.
1: Yeah, every touchdown they've given up has been basically garbage time TDs. So, which – So, basic, which basically since
0: the, South, since the Syracuse game is what you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. which according to Pro Football Focus, I think is 24-plus uh, mm-hmm. points, like a 24-plus point lead or something like that. But it, mm-hmm. it – I mean, they basically – I mean, they're all – I mean, they're top 10 in both – offense and defense. I think they're the only team in the country that's actually top ten in both offense and defense of to- all categories. So, uh, yeah, they're they're a really good team. I think right now they're every bit as good as Alabama, um, as much as it pains me to say that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, that that tastes delightful coming out of your mouth. Uh, I'll
1: <laughs> wash it down with this Alec Bradley.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, going on from, you know, that game. We're going to the Iron Bowl, you know, mm-hmm. Alabama playing Auburn. At the beginning of the year, everyone was like, oh, this could be a undefeated versus undefeated matchup if, if, if the cards play right. Auburn has just not played well at all. They're not even ranked at this point in the season. Like, and Alabama is just looking too good. Yeah. It, 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 it's just not even fair.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bama's a three-touchdown favorite. I think they win by more than three touchdowns. Auburn also. Um, I know Gus Malzahn. He he got them to that national championship in his first season, where they were beat by Jameis Winston and the Florida State team. and in the, in the, uh last year at the BCS, mm-hmm. um, he 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 won them ten games last year. They uh, you know, they they actually beat Georgia and Alabama to end the season last year, and then lost that uh, Georgia in the SEC championship. Then, of course, lost to Central Florida in that New Year's Six Bowl game. But um, seven and five is not going to cut it. Uh, no,
0: not I, not at Auburn, especially at Auburn.
1: especially when your arch rival is is doing what Alabama's doing. Uh, seven and five is not going to cut it. I, this is another job that we um, talk about Ohio State, talk about USC. Uh, this is another job that I think could be open at the end of next year, uh, at the end of this season. Um, the only thing that may keep it out is that they, I think they gave him a big contract, so it's a, it's going to be a big major buyout, but. Mm-hmm. They're Auburn. They'll come up with the money if they really want oh, to be yeah. gone. But I, yeah. I, I think that Bama wins this game big, and um, he may coach the bowl game, but I'll go out on a limb and say this is Gus Malzahn's last game at Auburn, too.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know what turns a bad season around? Defeating a rival. That's exactly right. That like, like you and I, we're both you know we're both from the Navy, and you know we're obviously going to pull for Navy as bad as a season as Navy's having this year. Yeah, If, yeah. They, if, if they can beat uh, Army in two weeks, yeah, it's it's, it's a, a great yeah. great season. Mm-hmm. Same could be said for Auburn this week. If as mm-hmm. bad like, as as disappointing a season as this is, if they can knock off Alabama, the season's been made.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, um, do they do it? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, the, the only problem is they're not going to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, so absolutely yeah. not. You know, I I, I pulled the league course, so I built it up, but you know, just cut it down.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Bama's uh, Bama's too good. Auburn's too
0: not good. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, we're now at the top ten games. All right, Barton, what's your lock of the week? How did you do last week on your lock of the week? Uh, lost. Lost again. So lost now again. I'm completely poor. I oh, have nothing. I have living, literally, given you the shirt off my back, and I yeah, have nothing yeah, to give you. Yeah, I yeah, give we, you. I can give you blood this week. That's all I can give you. As yeah, dream. I, I took
1: Syracuse to cover, um, and they didn't even get close. So, so, uh, so I, now I'm, cha- I'm giving I'm changing, you blood. I'm, I'm changing the name of the segment. It's no longer Lock of the Week. I'm calling it Fizzy's Losing Lock of the Week. <laughs> but same you- concept. Yeah. Um, I told you I would get back to the game, or, uh, the Carolina Clemson game earlier. And um, my lock of the week, my losing lock of the week, is uh, Clemson will cover the 26 and a half point spread. Um, Clemson, like I said, top 10 uh, offense, defense. Travis Etienne versus South Carolina's rush defense. It's going to be a slaughter. Um, yeah. South Carolina's rush defense is 98th in the country. Uh, then you got Trevor Lawrence. Who's playing? Who's playing? Lights out right now against a, a depleted South Carolina secondary. Um, South Carolina's offense is better, but they have yet to play well against a good defense. Um, yeah. Even under Will Muschamp, he's one in one in ten against top twenty-five teams at his team at his time in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 with the exception of the Tennessee game and maybe three-quarters of the Florida game last year. The Tennessee game, his first season, uh, the 2016 Tennessee game, and uh, first three-quarters of the Florida game, South Carolina's teams have looked completely unprepared, completely overmatched in top 25 matchups. Shark, um, the website Shark, actually has the projected score at 52-18. to 18. And you're going to take that? <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be all on that. So, uh, yeah. So, so if, if you if you got
0: to give your blood,
1: bet Clemson to cover the 26 and a half points.
0: That's coming from a South Carolina fan, folks. <laughs> keep, it cool. that, uh, I, keep, it keep it real. Keep it real. That's to be what a, we do on the show. We, are to... <laughs> we have our teams that we love, but, you know, we're also very realistic with them. Yeah,
1: I, I try to keep it as unbiased as I can, so. I mean, I would mm-hmm. love to get up here and spout that. Oh yeah, Tiger was going to pull the upset, but they they not.
0: They're not. <laughs> now if they do, I'm
1: out of I'm I'm, I'm out of stuff to give you. Well, were... be, I, I will be tickled to death if you are completely out of me after this week. But um, I don't. I think you're going to be good. I think you're going to get it all back.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to get my I'm going to get my clothes back at this point. You know, because that's all I have to give you at this point. Yeah, you <laughs> get that
1: back, and uh, maybe we'll start working on getting that farm back next week.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we got we got we got some time till then. Uh, so, what's your? All right, so uh, we got another segment here. We got upsets of the week, and we got games to watch of the week. Now, my upset of the week last week didn't exactly pan out. How did yours do last week, Barton? I finally got one. You finally got one. So you 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 got two wins. I've only got one so far.
1: I, I picked the Florida State Seminoles to upset Boston College, and they. They, they, did. They, it, they it took they, them, it took them to the very end of the fourth quarter, a seventy five yard pass with about two minutes to go, and but they and, hit it And one point. They won twenty two to twenty one, but they did it.
0: <laughs> All right. So what's your upset of the week this week? There, Barton. I'm uh, I'm going a little bit off the grid
1: here. This is okay. this isn't a, this isn't flashy, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to pick Ole Miss to upset number twenty two Mississippi State. I believe that the Egg Bowl. Yeah, the Egg Bowl. I'm going to the Egg Bowl. Uh, I think Mississippi State, there was some hype coming in with them. Uh, I don't think no one thought that they would beat uh, Alabama by any means. But, you know, I think a lot of people thought that they could get to nine, maybe ten wins if the season went right for them. Right now they're sitting at mm-hmm. 7-4. Uh, granted, they their four losses have been against all ranked teams. Um,
0: but you think they end that trend this week?
1: Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss, they got no bowl. So this is it for them. They can't go to mm-hmm. a bowl game. So why not play uh, spoiler to your, uh,
0: to arch your rival. most
1: arch rival? Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Mississippi State got a good defense. I mean, I'll mm-hmm. give it that, but I think Ole Miss is going to put up enough points on them, and Ole Miss' it's pitiful defense is going to do just enough to win. I got a score prediction for you. 35-33, uh-huh. to 33, Ole Miss
0: but, beats Mississippi State. So you think the land sharks of that <laughs> Ole Miss defense, you know, can kind of keep Mississippi State contained? Well, the, the land goldfish, yes, the land goldfish <laughs> at this point, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so, all right, so my upset of the week, I am going back to that uh, West Virginia Oklahoma game. I think West Virginia, yeah, they lost last week, and Oklahoma State is actually a better than people give credit for. They they uh, they probably should have beat Oklahoma a couple weeks back, too, back uh, back in that rivalry. But I'm picking West Virginia, it's in West Virginia, it's gonna get cold. I don't think – I think Oklahoma, like I've been saying, I don't think their defense can contain. And I think West Virginia has just enough defense to stop Kyle Murray and that offense. All right. So, what's well, your game to
1: watch this week then? Me and you are on the same page with your upset and my game to watch. Mm-hmm. So, that's your game to watch. Game to watch. Um, number six, Oklahoma. Number 12, West Virginia. I think the storyline in this thing here – It's Kyler Murray – good Lord. Kyler Murray versus Will Greer. Yes. Uh, I got a few little notes here. Uh, Oklahoma, 50 points per game, but they're giving up 31. West Virginia scoring 41 points per game, but they're giving up 23. Uh, Again, I looked at Odd Shark, and Odd Shark has uh, Oklahoma winning 44 to 42. That's their projected score. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to flip that score, though. West Virginia wins forty four to forty two. I think. So West why, Virginia, why wouldn't this be your upset of the week? I didn't want the upset in the game to watch to be the same game.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. I wanted I wanted two different games to talk about. <laughs> okay, that you, you're, I totally get you on that one. So yeah, so you're and, picking and, West Virginia with me on that one too, then?
1: Yeah, and, and plus I got a I got a, a five win Ole Miss team going against a ranked seven win Mississippi State team. And yeah, that'd be tw- a bigger 12, upset. Yeah, and twelve and six. I mean. It like had 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 oklahoma had Oklahoma State not beat West Virginia last week, I know you know should have would have could have, but yeah, West West Virginia would probably be right there ranked with Oklahoma Oklahoma. So yeah, this um,
0: this, this could have had playoff implications at this point.
1: Yeah, I don't think is as much of a it would be as much of an upset because West Virginia West is a good team. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but I'm going I'm I'm going with you. I think West Virginia gets it done, but it's going to be a wild one. It's going to be a fun one to watch, man.
0: Yeah. All right, so my game to, wa- my game to watch is, uh, you know, I'm going with the rivalry, Michigan and Ohio State. That, okay. You know, it doesn't matter who, what the people are ranked. Like, it doesn't matter how bad the season goes. This game always comes down to the end. Does not matter. Now, Ohio State, as bad as they've been playing, I think they will get geared up for this rivalry because it's Michigan. It is Michigan for them. And, you know, they want their gold pants. Those see those uh <laughs> yeah. they want those gold pants for them, so Ohio State Michigan now I think Michigan wins this game I think Michigan ultimately they're I think they end up getting to the playoff just because the defense alone is just they're they're gonna they're gonna put a hurting on Dwayne Haskins this week.
1: Yeah, I I agree. It's that's a that's a solid pick for a game to watch. I mean, I you know I picked Michigan to win, but obviously I picked it to be very close. So I think it. I, I agree with you. That'd be my game to watch 2.0 because I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, you know, I mean, the game always comes down to, to – there's a play there at the end. I mean, just – I mean, Jim Harbaugh was a spot – a bad spot away from beating them just – was
0: that last two year? Years two years ago. ago. Was, yeah, he was – Two was years a, ago.
1: Yeah, just a bad spot away from beating them two years ago. So, I think that uh, – They snapped yeah, the
0: streak this year.
1: Yeah, they yeah definitely they snapped the streak this year. It's it's gonna be a fun game too. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, I'm going with Michigan on that one. But I, I love that pick though. I love yeah. that as a game to watch.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm there. That's that's my game to watch this week. So we already talked about your uh, South Carolina Gamecocks going. Against yeah,
1: I, I've talked about them twice. I don't
0: I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna to go to my team. I'm a, I'm a Wisconsin Badgers fans. If you're a new listener, I, so I we, we always on our on our show we always kind of give our input to our two teams on our show. Uh, my show, uh, my uh my team, they're playing Minnesota in Madison. It's the battle for Paul Bunyan. Yep. <laughs> Paul Bunyan's axe, yep. Paul Bunyan's axe, baby. We've won it 14 years in a row and. As bad as, you know, our quarterback situation has looked, you know, Alex Hornibrook hasn't played in about three or four weeks with a damn concussion. Uh, apparently, he might be coming back this week, you know, but, you know, his 11 touchdowns to uh, eight interception ratio isn't cutting it for a lot of Badger fans, I know, especially me. Um, that's all the touchdowns. He's only thrown 11 touchdowns this year? That's all he's thrown this year. Oof. Yeah, and, there, and I, I, was, I was and what's sad is I was really hyped on the kid coming in into the season, like because you know he did so well in the summer camps and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, this, and he had such a great Orange Bowl victory. I was like, you know what, that could have been the game that you know pushed him over the edge, you know, to be from a mediocre, mediocre quarterback to you know yeah. on on the edge of being a really good quarterback. And he just has not. He's he's definitely slumped this year, but they also have you know probably the best running back in the country in Jonathan Taylor. So. You know who am I to argue? <laughs> yeah, um,
1: just from 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 my perspective, I don't obviously I don't follow Wisconsin other than you know I see the scores if they're on TV I'll watch them. But uh, you guys definitely have had a bit of a disappointing season considering mm-hmm. what you know some well some people thought that you know you guys could do this year. But uh, who knows? I mean, I'm telling you, man, you're we're we're right on track. We're, we're probably gonna we're <laughs> yeah. gonna we're gonna finish seven and five, and I think we're gonna get matched up with a Big Ten Big Ten team in one of oh, these bowl games. Oh and, man! And
0: you guys are tracking right there with us. <laughs> yeah, we are right there with you. And, uh, the win streak for us for Paul Bain's ass is at fourteen. I think we make it fifteen this year. I think Jonathan Taylor he'll break two thousand yards with a, with a hundred with just probably about one hundred fifty yards is all he needs to get two, uh, 2, back to two thousand. That's be Back to back seasons. He's already yeah, got that, more that'd be more yards than Ron Dane had in in his first two seasons. That let, is impressive. Let, let let that sink in. Ron Dane probably the probably if, if I, this just came up to me like not too long ago. You know, uh, Willie, uh Pumphrey, who broke his career uh career uh, rushing yards record, they didn't count his bowl games, Ron Dane's bowl game. So and back in back then Ron Dane played Two amazing Rose Bowls where he probably rushed for 200 yards in each game, so they didn't add those to his career rushing totals. Mm-hmm. So, so just compare that that many yards to what Jonathan Taylor has been doing these last two years. It's been pretty that, not saying a lot. Where with our running back background that we've had, you know, we've had Melvin Gordon, Mark Monty Ball, all these yeah. great running backs.
1: Yeah, with, Wisconsin is definitely had some solid running I mean, they've always had solid running back. I mean, even well, as foot, even as football has changed, you know, to which I know it's the big 10 or what have you, but even as football has shifted to, you know, the spread offensive stuff, Wisconsin still turns out really,
0: really good running backs. hmm And it, we're running back you, man. We create running backs. We're running back you and offensive line you, you We're That's what we are, man. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't we obviously we just can't be quarterback you if we could be quarterback mm. you we'd be unstoppable
1: well i wish we could just be something you <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're mr you're you guys are mr south carolina you you guys always get you guys always seem to get mr south carolina you know you had uh marcus Lattimore and Jadavion Clowney like back to back we're uh we're
1: mr irrelevant you we've had like <laughs> three we've had like three picks that have been mr irrelevant in the draft so
0: or Mr. Irrelevant you so uh, is that what we're <laughs> That's so, what we're going for. That's what
1: we're stretching for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I mean that's that's all we got for this week, folks. I hope um you ready for Thanksgiving there, Barton?
1: Absolutely, ma'am.
0: Uh probably the best holiday in my opinion.
1: Yeah, you know, spend some time with family, friends, um, enjoy a few days off work and uh yeah. it's got the, just, it's uh, got
0: the you, you gotta appreciate the four Fs. Friends Family, family yeah food and of course football that's football, what we're all yeah, great that's all that is what we're grateful for
1: that's exactly right man and i am looking forward to it
0: yep it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great weekend um i hope I hope all of y'all stay safe you know i hope y'all don't worry about the calories and the weight you guys are gonna gain this weekend
1: calories don't count during the holidays
0: they do not you're right so <laughs> worry about that
1: on january 2nd
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: now's the time to. Uh... If if you've stuck with all those new year's resolutions up until now, you deserve two months just to break them and then start back.
0: <laughs> yep, that's how this works here. That's written in the Bible. That's written in the Bible. It's pretty it clear. is. I I it's saw somewhere. it somewhere. I saw it's somewhere. it. It's somewhere. It's somewhere it. In there. You got you got to look it, you got to look it up, but I saw it. You <laughs> got it, you got to get a magnifying glass for it, but it's there. But uh, It's in it's in the margins. <laughs> <laughs> but for Drew Fluffy Coats uh, and Philip Barton Fizzy Barton, sorry. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys have a great holiday weekend. You know, stay safe out there. And, you know, we'll catch you, get, catch you guys again next weekend. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.